I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. Folks, it is truly, truly some tough times, some times that we've never seen before, quite frankly. Um, I sit here and over the past eight hours, dare say, I think it's been so much has changed wrestling the way we know it has changed wrestling the way, you know, the superstars we've seen no longer will be there. Um, I, I tweeted at Brian H. Waters from my Twitter account. That this would be indeed the one of the toughest episodes of Break It Down with Brian H. Part of that, and I'm gonna see my friends are calling. I'm on, I'm live. They should know that by now. Um, part of that is because when I think about this, it's so many things have changed over the course for so many people. Right now, we're in the middle of a pandemic, COVID-19, and my prayers and thoughts go out to everyone affected. It's almost like every day, and you know, I get on Facebook, I get on Twitter, I see somebody I know that has been affected. And so, you know, um, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you out there, and I just pray that things get better. Um but let's start off the title of the show, WWE, Essential Business. The governor of Florida has declared um, that the WWE is a part of essential business. Therefore, they are allowed to do shows. What that means is, like anything else, as long as there are, as long as there, you know, still practices social distancing, it's essential business. And when you think of essential businesses, you think of grocery stores, hardware stores, um, and people say hardware stores. Yeah, because if something goes wrong in a house, people need to get their stuff fixed. You think about carryouts, places that feed people. But the WWE is considered essential. And, you know... I'm not here to take a guess. I'm not into politics. I keep up with, you know, I do exercise my right to vote. But I just don't get it. I really don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get how WWE is essential business. I don't get how this, all this stuff is going on, you know. But 
it is what it is. So, you know, business, I mean, I know they always go with the show must go on. And that's essentially what's going to happen, you know. Um, you're going to see, we're going to continue to get wrestling. But that gets me right into my next point. And that is WWE as of 10 o'clock, 10 p.m., April 15th. A day usually known for taxes. I tell you, WrestleMania 9 is how I realized that this is known for taxes, mainly because IRS, that was his gimmick, and you know. But um, a day that's known for taxes is a day in which a lot of people lost their jobs. And my thoughts and prayers go out to them. Sure, I'm pretty sure most of them, or if not all of them, are making more money than I do, but still, it's a lifestyle change, you figure the more you make, the more you spend, if you make a million dollars, you may have a three million dollar home, something like that, I don't know, so, um, my thoughts and prayers are going out to those people, but here's my issue, to everybody saying, see, if they would have shut up, if they would have had WrestleMania, it's not that easy. You looking at companies like ESPN. Now, I remember when I used to work there. For those who do not know, I used to work at ESPN. Shout out to my boys who still do. Shout out to the alumni. When I worked there, I remember when I got the job. My cousin said, man, this is a good job. It's stable. There's always going to be sports. People are always going to love sports. But things changed. Full transparency. I left because... I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. I wanted to be back in Baltimore. And the reason why I left, I said, you know, I wanted to be closer to my family. Also, to be honest with you, outside the last six months, after a while, I just wasn't happy with my spot. You know, controversy uh, was a creative and cash is usually the reason why people leave. It was some cash involved, but it's also some creative that I was being limited. So when I left ESPN, the fact of the matter was that a few, uh, almost a couple of weeks, if not a couple months later, it was a massive layoff. And that's the same thing. And it was like, you always, you could think that was stable. And this wasn't, we weren't in the middle of a pandemic. Fast forward to now, word on the street is ESPN wants people like Scott Van Powell, Stephen A. Smith, Mike Greenberg, all the top level guys to take pay cuts in order to keep some of the production people and you know, but my point is that ESPN didn't put on a WrestleMania. ESPN didn't keep going with a, a show. You know, they, you sure they would practice the social distancing. You turn on your TV. All the shows are done remotely from home. They're doing just like I am. Here's the thing. They still possibly make it pay cuts. And that's the reason why folks, I will not blame WrestleMania. I will not blame the WWE. I understand it costs them to keep this machine rolling. I understand it costs them to keep things going, but they're still getting advertisers. They're still getting people coming in. They don't get paid by the ratings. Granted, they aren't getting that house show money. They aren't getting that. We all know WrestleMania would have done millions of dollars at the gate between the gate and merchandise or hundreds of thousands of dollars, whatever. They're not getting it. I understand that. However, it's still unfortunate that you have these mark, 
excuse my language, you have these mark ass accounts out here on Twitter running their freaking mouth talking about, oh, if they would have did this and they would have did that. Last time I checked, none of them running a multi-million dollar corporation. It's a hard thing to do. You don't, you know, these wrestlers, you know, some of them probably wanted to work. You can't deny that for four hours last or two Saturdays ago and four hours, two Sundays ago, we had entertainment. And that's what I'm, I am appreciative of. To the people that lost their jobs, keep your heads up. My prayers go out that you find something better. Who knows? For all we know, folks, this thing will go full circle and they could bring a lot of this talent back. You know, this could be temporary cuts. We don't know. We've never seen nothing like this before. So that's where I'm with that. You know, and it's unfortunate. Is you know, it's very unfortunate, but like I said, my prayers, my thoughts go out to the talent, you know. Um I, I wasn't going to go through the names in a list, but I will say, you know, it's interesting. Some of the people I am looking forward to seeing bounce back, um, Rusev. I want to see what he's going to do. I believe Rusev's going to Hollywood. I think maybe we've seen the last of him in a ring. I think about somebody like a Mike Chioda. Maybe he was near retirement. He's been with the company since 89. That's 30 years, 30 plus years or close to 30 years. If, if he didn't hit the anniversary. So maybe, maybe it was his time. You know, I look at, I think about people like uh, Gallows and Anderson Maybe they go to AEW. You know, I've heard Ember Moon. Not sure if it's true. I can't remember. But maybe she goes to AEW. And I've been critical of their women's division. I think they're starting to get things rolling. Maybe she could be a game changer. Maybe some of these people, once all the smoke is cleared, can be game changers in an AEW, in an Impact Wrestling, in an NWA, in a Ring of Honor. We never know. This could be a mega boost to the wrestling community coming down the line it does suck it really does it sucks that this is happening it sucks that you have people losing their jobs it sucks that we have to practice social distancing but this could be for the greater good down the line so that's what i'm looking forward to see seeing um you know it's it's a lot and like i said today was definitely um, emotionally draining day, uh, just seeing the constant news come across my timeline. It's like, wow, what this person, that person. So we shall see, but let's get right into it. You know, we here to talk wrestling. We're here to talk about what's going on. So there were two shows tonight. There was NXT and there was AEW in the main event. We saw John Moxley retain his AEW championship against Jake Hager. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Boring match. Jake Hager has proved to me that he is not in championship material. Since he's not had Zeb Coulter, he has not been the guy. Yeah, I've seen him in championship wrestle from Hollywood where he had his wife as his manager. I've seen him now in AEW. He's just better off as an enforcer, a guy just stand out in the ring. Um, this wasn't a match that I am going to 
run home about. This isn't a match that I'm going to go tell my friends, you must watch. That's all I'm saying um, about that. Let's move on. Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre, he challenged, well, no, Andrade reminded him that it was him when he was the NXT champion that defeated him. And Drew McIntyre said, yeah, you know, and tore my, I think it was his shoulder or um, tricep. He was out for seven months, came back, came to the main roster. The rest is history. But now we see McIntyre and Andrade in the main event. And unfortunately, the ratings for Raw was down. Maybe people, I don't know. People have other stuff to watch. I don't know what else you're watching. Maybe it's a movie or something. Whatever. This is the main event. McIntyre would beat him. But then Seth Rollins would go ahead and make his presence known. So he let McIntyre know, hey, I'm coming for the championship. That's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see that. McIntyre, Rollins, WWE championship. Um, to me, it's going to be somebody in McIntyre, somebody else he's just knocking down the line. I will say this. I hope WWE doesn't get as predictable as it always seems. Um, I mean, it's just it's, wrestling has been so predictable. Let's be real. But hopefully, hopefully they switch it up on us. Give us somebody else. I mean, why not? You know, fans would be upset, but it's supposed to be competition. It's supposed to be different. Why not have Seth Rollins cheat to win and then have McIntyre have to chase to get his title back? You know, everybody don't need the same run. You win the title at WrestleMania for the first time. You run with the title for about six months till SummerSlam, and then you drop it. Or in Becky Lynch's case, it wasn't the first time, but she definitely dropped the title. Now, I know, yes, people out there saying, I'll go ahead and say it for you. No, I wouldn't have been the same. I would not have been saying the same thing about Kofi Kingston last year. You're daggone right. But I'm just saying, switch it up. But with that being said, I don't mind if McIntyre holds on to this championship for a while. Speaking of championships, speaking of people who are going to hold the title, I don't think this guy right here, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, Braun Strowman says he wants, I mean, Bray says he wants that title back. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets it back. He's going to play mind games and I wouldn't be surprised. Perhaps, you know, they wanted to get it. Somebody made a call to put it on Goldberg and now get it back. Who knows? Who knows? But I wouldn't be surprised if Bray wins it. Um, I was watching WWE backstage and, you know, CM Punk brought up a good point. He said it just doesn't do it for him. Said this right here is just, it just don't do it for him. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I ain't mad at that statement because he's in Booker T said maybe this should be SummerSlam. This does feel a little rushed, but perhaps in uh, these times you want to keep people hooked to television. So you want to have them in Braun in a situation where it's believable. Maybe if you just threw Shinsuke to the uh, Braun and you threw um, Sami Zayn or somebody, I don't know, but whoever you throw to Braun Strowman at this time is probably not believable. So but that's probably the reason why you have to throw a Bray Wyatt in there because now people will tune in and say, you know what? Maybe he will lose the championship. So, who knows? And then, 
So, yeah, and actually, you know what? Oh, yeah. AEW, Lance Archer advances after defeating Colt Cabana in the TNT Championship Tournament. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Lance Archer is going all the way. He will, and I'm already calling it him and Cody for the title. Lance Archer goes over. I already booked it. We ain't even got to see it. I mean, who knows? But that's my prediction. I just think it's, um, you know, I just think it's going to happen. So I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. Um, the show, it's, dare say, good timing. Good timing. The real Dwayne Allen and I did a show called Life After WWE. Well, guess what? After today, folks, I guarantee you, you will see some superstars who may have been on that list today. I guarantee you, you will see some of them find that extra oomph and show that there is life after WWE. I'll be back after this. Actually, wrestlers don't have to follow what is considered the status quo of the WWE these days. If you're not being used, you can decide I want I want to do something more. I, the rush of the fans, whether it's 50 people or 50,000 no longer makes a difference because superstars just want to be recognized because mm -hmm. they feel now that maybe I don't need the machine to be what I consider successful. Yep. That's true. Um, you look at a guy like Cody Rhodes, right? Mm -hmm. Homegrown. Let's not forget. Homegrown in the WWE. Um, would you say born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Absolutely. Say, when it comes to the business, of course. Uh, and he left because he wasn't like the way he was being used. I mean, he even went on record saying he had uh, the challenges was like figuring out what to charge people, right. what to charge promoters, what to expect because he hadn't been through this before. No. Um, but he's went out there. He's thrived. You know, we mentioned him on our Breakout Superstars episode, which you can find on the Wrestling Realm YouTube channel. Did we? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you are subscribed to the channel right now. Matter of fact, in case you don't know, let me just go ahead and throw that on your screen. These are the places that you can find where we're located. You got Instagram right there. You got Twitter right there. And you got Facebook right there. And then right here, you can find where you should be subscribed. YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are there. Pandora Podcast. That's where you can get the podcast from if you're out and about, or in this case, you're at home and you're moving around and you're getting stuff done. You got your music or what you, you had your headphones in. Go ahead, fire up the Wrestling Room, fire up Break It Down with Brian H. But if you want to see Life After WWE, it is exclusive to the YouTube channel. So you must subscribe there. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell notification. Or as my daughter, daughter would say when she was five now, she was at three years old, subscribe down low. Subscribe down low. <laughs> so let's move on, folks. Oh, boy. 
All right. Charlotte Flair, the queen. Y'all know how I feel about Charlotte Flair. One of the greatest to ever do it. She came out on NXT. They put together a little promo package. And, I mean, she just proved everything she's done over the years. She's defeated the four horse women, Becky, Sasha, Bailey. She said she took out the generation before her. She took out Natalia. She took out Trish Stratus. Um, and then before Paige retired, she took her out. She took out Nikki Bella. She ended Oscar's streak. So when you look at it, you're like, man, what else is there for Charlotte to do? So she said, you know what? Now she wants to. Oh, yeah, she wants to face this new crop. Oh, not to mention what she did to Ronda Rousey. Now, I wish we could have got another one-on-one match, but I really enjoyed that one, especially after Ronda's comments. I really enjoyed what Charlotte did. Now, we'd love to see it happen again. I'm just saying. But Charlotte Flair would go ahead and prove to everybody she said why she is as great as she is. Now, we move on. She's said you know she's ready to face these new crop of nxt superstars but she said the first person she wants to take on is mia yim she said it straight up she said look you know i remember when we came you know when she was the nxt champion mia yim wasn't even signed yet but she had a match they had a good match too and I was excited, obviously, you know, me and him being a good friend of mine. So I'm I'm definitely interested to see this match between those two. Um, but I'm, I'm, I want to see where they're going with this. This should be a good match. It would be even great if Mia Yim was to defeat Charlotte Flair. You know, why not, right? So, but speaking of the four horsewomen. Sasha Bailey, the riff is starting to tie just a little bit, just a little bit. We saw uh, Tamina on SmackDown and Charlotte, I mean, Charlotte, Bailey said, okay, you want to face me or whatever, whatever you, you got to go through Sasha Banks. Sasha wasn't really too happy about that. So um, I love what they're doing. Let me just go ahead and book something. Let me. Give me the book. I don't have the real Dwayne Allen right here. But it usually with give me the book, we book previous storylines. We go back over previous storylines and we rebook them. But I'm going to take the pen right now and I'm going to book this the way I see fit. You have Sasha Banks win the money in a bank. Then you have Bailey. In a match, let's pick Bailey's opponent, right? Hmm, who's on SmackDown that Bailey could face? Uh, we don't want to do Tamina. Let's say Carmella, right? You have this happen, say SummerSlam. Sasha and Bailey, they're doing their thing. You know, they're still buddies, but they're still hinting at something, right? And Sasha comes out there. She's with Bailey because you know it'd be predictable if she would be in the back. So she comes out there with her. Halfway during the match, all of a sudden, Carmella's getting the upper hand. Carmella looked like she's going to win the championship. And that's when Sasha cashes in and becomes the new SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Now, you create a riff, and you slowly but surely build that into a bigger feud. So then by 
So this happens at SummerSlam. You know, you start off with Bailey being supportive, but now as my girl Britt, uh, Britt Waters would say, Sasha's bossed up because she's the champion. So now she's the champion. All of a sudden, this leads to Bailey getting jealous at later down the line. And there you have your WrestleMania match. Maybe have Bailey cost Sasha the title down the line or whatever, but get it back. Or Bailey would get it and then round it about Sasha wins the Royal Rumble, wins the title at Mania. That's how I would do it. So that's just me, you know, kind of taking the book a little bit. Um, but yeah, so this is this is very interesting. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all now, do not at Tamina. Uh Dark Side of the Ring. Woo, that was a heavy episode, folks. It discussed the uh, late Superfly Jimmy Snooker and his girlfriend Nancy. And, you know, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But, man, oh, man, this series, I tell you, it can it might make you think twice about how you feel about your heroes. And, see, season two, they are bringing it. Next week, they got um, the one on Dino Bravo. So that's going to be crazy. I mean, they start off with episode one and two on Chris Benoit. Episode three, the Brawl for All, which you're like, ah, okay. But then you see what the damage it did to a lot of these people. Then yesterday's episode, no, then they did, uh, no, New Jack, then Brawl for All. And now uh, Jimmy Superfly, man, and they closing it with Owen Hart. Boy, oh boy, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this. But yeah, so let's move on. Sticking. Staying with the ladies. This past Monday night, they did a Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Set of qualifying matches. Remember, I was talking about Money in the Bank. So we have uh, Oscar defeating Ruby Riot, <laughs> but then Nia Jax defeated Kyrie Sane, and then, uh, well, this obviously didn't have an order. But how about this? Shayna Baszler defeating Sarah Logan, and this was weird. You had Shayna Baszler stomp on Sarah Logan's arm, and then they gave the win to Sarah Logan, and then they realized they messed up and said, hey, you know what? Actually, Shayna Baszler won because she didn't. Sarah Logan can't continue. But nonetheless, you have those three. They are qualified for Monday Night Raw. You already heard my scenario for SmackDown. Those just a couple of superstars. So... It's past uh, today or tonight or whenever, if you're watching tomorrow. Yesterday on AEW, we saw Britt Baker retain, uh, get back in her winning ways, defeating uh, the one and only Cassandra Golden. So um, Britt Baker got a win. You know, it was an enhancement talent, but shout out Cassandra Golden for the culture, going out there, getting it done. So. Um, hopefully we see her again in AEW. I would definitely love to see that. So, but I'm going to go ahead and take another break, folks. Um, coming up on Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling, my other podcast, which is on all same podcast platforms, just a different channel. I'm bringing on one of my good friends, Jordan Curl, who is a gamer. Yes, she is a superstar gamer. And she also covers esports. So here's a clip from that episode. 
Uh, what I did also at the beginning of my quarter two, or maybe it was end of quarter one at Northwestern, I made a video and started a series on YouTube called On the Sticks. Yep. And my first video was about how much money pro gamers are making by competing at these events, MLG, Gears, everything. And she saw that and she was like, okay, they're making a lot of money, like, Wow, like more in a year than I'm making in a year. So this might be something. So she was very supportive. I remember telling my professors too, because again, I originally went into Northwestern wanting to cover the NBA or college basketball or some sort of aspect of high school sports or whatever. But I told my professors and um, I remember Pro Professor Adonde being very supportive and um, just really like, yeah, this is awesome. Like this is something, an opportunity. So I remember everyone being very supportive. A little shock, I definitely think, especially being a woman. But um, I, everyone was like, go for it. Like, if you think you can do it, like, go for it. And I'm appreciative that no one told me you can't do it from my close inner circle, of course. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time for this week's Top Rope segment of the week. Top rope this week, folks. It may surprise you, but it's Bianca Belair calling out the Street Profits. Now, she's going out there. She's letting everybody know. Now, she's on Monday Night Raw. She is the EST. She's been telling you she's the best, the baddest, the fastest, the strongest, the wisest. And now she's telling you she's the rawest. And she let them know, like, look, you guys... Y'all got to get some wins. And um, I forgot who the guys was at fast. But, you know, Street Profits, they're your tag team champions. And, you know, I, I, it might have been the War Raiders. I may be wrong. It may have been them. And she said, look, you guys ain't beat them. So you guys better get it together. And that's what you need. You know, they say behind every great man is a good woman. In this case, you know, she we all know she's Montez Ford's wife. But she let him know, it's time out. Stop playing. It's time out to be running around. Get yourself together. So I thought that was great. I said, that's how you do it. You, you know, you can't be going out there playing, yada, 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 yada. No, get right to it. So I liked every bit of this. So shout out to Bianca, man. I want to see, I don't want to see him necessarily rush her into the championship picture, but a good SummerSlam match would be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch and Bianca going over. Now, here's one thing. Uh, before I got on the air today, I did see that the mayor of Los Angeles, or Stone Cold would say Los Angeles, California, has declared no more mass gatherings or sporting events until 2021 this is april 2020 folks and he says no more until 2021 
that means even if we don't know when in 2021 and you know los angeles is supposed to be the home of wrestlemania so wrestlemania could be in trouble we don't know yet it could be um it could be in trouble you know who knows uh i hope not obviously but it could be so we gotta wait but we also got to wait to see what's going to happen. Will SummerSlam be the same? SummerSlam, SummerSlam is supposed to be in Boston, Massachusetts. So we got to wait and see. Um, let's see. Moving on. Uh, what's, oh, yeah. Zelina Vega appears to have a new stable. Uh, something else I was watching on backstage. And I was like, yeah, I kind of agree. You had CM Punk said, like, these guys look like a bunch of misfits. Kind of remind you of the Dangerous Alliance. You got Angel Garza, you got Andrade, you got Austin Theory. Now, I don't think they don't look like a bunch of misfits. Because what I see is they all actually all look like stars in their own way. What I could see, though, maybe the WWE does add a couple other people. In the end, I want to see them roll their way to the top. I want to see next year, perhaps, Andrade be a Royal Rumble winner. I want to see Austin Theory be a champion. Angel Garza being a champion. I want to see maybe she brings in a tag team. You know who could really use her? Even though their personalities wouldn't fit, let's be honest. But somebody like Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Maybe not them. No, no, let me scratch that. But, you know, I want to see what they're going to do with this team i really like selena vega as somebody i really hope they don't try to fit alistair black with her we know they're married but i don't see him fitting this dynamic he's just better off by himself so we shall see um on nxt we saw the dream you know pretty much say he's ready for adam cole but finn balor was right there waiting because he felt it was disrespectful for velveteen dream to say that somebody else was the greatest intercontinental champion that wasn't him now part of me believes that maybe either they're hesitant to pull the title picture put dream in the title picture or maybe dream needs another tune-up match or adam cole just can't get to the show i don't know um but i am interested in to see where they go with this i personally wouldn't mind another finn balor championship reign i know some people probably would but i wouldn't i'm just i've said it before i'm not really high on a face version of the velveteen dream let's be real what did you get out of a face gold dust and that's the superstar you compare him to when you look at him. You compare him to Goldust. Let's be real. And what did you get out of a face Goldust? Nothing much. It was comical in some cases, but for the most part, it wasn't great. It just wasn't. So, I want to know what they do with this. Uh, shout out. We actually got tag team title defense. Women's tag team title defense this past week. Um, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross successfully defending the championships against the kabuki warriors so i was definitely happy to see that i want to see them defend their titles take the titles to nxt the titles are supposed to go everywhere they're supposed to go on all shows take them to nxt that's what we need to see so but um folks 
I appreciate everybody tuning in to this episode of Breaking Down with Brian H. Like I said, um, unfortunately, more cuts are coming to the WWE roster. Um, so, you know, just sit there and I'm, I'm praying for all those affected, whether you're in the WWE family or not in the WWE family, anybody, everybody. See, like every day I talk to somebody else, I hear somebody saying they've been affected, whether it's directly or indirectly. So my prayers and thoughts go out to you. Please be safe. Stay home. Watch the wrestling round. We got you. You want more content? You guys want the real Dwayne Allen. You guys want the real Dwayne Allen. Well, stay tuned. We got some things coming. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, he might be a little T.O. The O.C. guy uh, released, and those are his guys. Anybody knows the real Dwayne Allen, they know that Anderson and Gallo has been his boys since. So, yeah, he might uh he might give us a realness reacts soon here or later. But that'll do it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. I'll break it down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. One more time, let me throw it on the screen. So if this computer wants to act right, you know it's a thing called the color wheel of death. But um there it is. Throw it on the screen right there, folks. Follow the wrestling realm. It's right there. It's right there on the screen. You see it? Right there for you. I put I, I put work in here. Make sure. You know, you got Twitter, you got Instagram, and you got Facebook. Yeah. We on Facebook. I'm a millennial. But like here, subscribe on YouTube right here. Hit the subscribe button, folks. Until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.